So today is four twenty. Yep. April twentieth, two thousand twenty-one, year of our Lord. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get official in here. And we got the uh one second. We got uh the verdict back from the Derek Chauvin case. And much to black people across America's surprise. He was found guilty of all three charges. Much to our surprise. It's definitely a great preface. Much to my shock. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, I gotta, I'm going to have to see it before I believe it. Yeah, same. The cautious optimism of being black in America. It's just... I haven't said anything about it because I'm just like... It's a weird feeling. It's uh, it's it's not even like you're happy because they did the bare minimum, mm-hmm. but you were just like, I I don't know how much more of not even doing a bare minimum I can handle. I don't really know how I feel yet. And then there's this video of his girlfriend saying that. You know, he was, um, let me fucking find it on Twitter because his new George Floyd's girlfriend thanks him for dying, says he gave his life, quote unquote. Where is the source? The source is breaking 911. So I don't know if this is (laughs) her or not. But either way, it's fucked up. Okay, what she's justice saying. for people that deserve. Um, I love him with all my heart, and I'd do anything to have him standing next to me again. But I know, I know he gave his life so this could happen, and I know that he gave his life so that other people's cases can get reopened. We can reexamine the cases that were closed. We can get justice for people that deserve. And the first comment says, she's a teacher. Parents get your kids out of public schools. And one of them said, she's thankful for that $27 million. Let's be real. I was like, did they settle? They settled before the case started. But I don't think she got any of that. I was going to say. I think his children or his, his siblings. Yeah, his blood family. Yeah. Because they weren't married. That's but. why, like, I saw that live. That's why I asked you. I was like. She didn't necessarily, like, it's a lot of takes out here now. Mm. Like, I saw where people were on Nancy Pelosi's ass. I mean, rightfully so. I don't know what, I don't know any details. <laughs> I ain't watched, that's what I said, I ain't watched no videos. I ain't seen Maxine Waters say nothing yet. I don't know nothing about nothing other than Chauvin was charged on all three counts. He was convicted of it. I gotta remember to start using this more. <laughs> But yeah, uh, so Nancy Pelosi made a a speech right after it came out with some members of Congress. And she has been getting read for filth on uh, Twitter. Yeah, I'm still catching up on Twitter. For sacrificing your life for justice. Okay, one second. 
Thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life for justice, for being there to call out to your mom. How, how heartbreaking was that? Call out for your mom. I can't breathe. But because of you and because of thousands, millions of people around the world who came out for justice, your name will always be synonymous. Oh. Okay. All right. This is to allies <laughs> or supposed allies and the real ones out here because it's definitely real allies. Sometimes you don't need to try to become, uh, would it be esoteric in some of these? endeavors like so metaphysical that you gotta mm-hmm. make it like come back mm-hmm. like some magical shit sometimes just be like I'm glad he was charged we got a lot to do talk about the real shit right we don't need you to thank him for his life because he wasn't trying to be a martyr no but right he was trying to live his life <laughs> I'm sure he would much have rather to live his life than to die on the concrete as you know, I can just assume as a man, a human being, he wouldn't want to do that. He'd much rather be here with his family and his he kids. He called out for his mama. He called for his ancestor. That should let you know that the nigga was not doing this shit on purpose. You only put his life on the line. You call your you only call for your mom when you were in some serious shit. When you need some help. And you need her then and now. Like, I don't know, man. We got to do better. Like, I don't feel like it was like a victory per se. Yeah. It was a relief because before it happened, I was just, I was preparing myself. And I was thinking, when was the first time my country broke my heart? The first time to where it was noticeable and I felt it was, I guess, the backlash to Obama. But it solidified when Trayvon Martin was killed. Mm -hmm. That's the moment for people of our generation. Mm -hmm. So ever since then, I have very little faith in this country. And it's not because I don't love this country or anything. It's because I'm a black man in America. And I was a 17-year-old black man. Well, 17-year-old black teenager. And I could relate to it because uh, I'd been in suburban places where what is many black faces. And I'd been in some crazy things that happened. Um, but this one hurt different because I've, I've become a man. And I'm a bigger black man. I mean. You know what? I don't even. I can't even say this one necessarily hurt different. Because. Philando Castile was. Fucking horrific to me. Um, Yeah. Breonna Taylor. was horrific to me. All of this shit is horrific. Yeah. Um, 
It's just I can't remember his name. The guy in Texas that was killed on his couch by the off-duty. Oh, um, Botham John. Botham Jean. That one was horrific for me because I'm a black man that lives alone. Right. And I lived in an apartment, and sometimes I kept my door unlocked. It's it's never really victories. It's just avoiding the trauma mm-hmm. and not having to relive everything, but you still relive it because just today, oh, a young black girl was killed by the police. Yeah, it's like literally, literally. When will we know peace? Like literally. That's that's the question of the fucking lifetime for black people is when will we know peace? Because I mean there really is no justice for this type of shit. No. There I'll- is no amount of money. There is no amount of street murals and designated holidays and and fundraisers and what the hell ever else. There's no amount of anything you can give to people who lose their family members, their friends, their co-workers senselessly like this by people who are supposed to help keep us alive. Yeah. The, um, the people that when we were younger, we were told are the good guys. We were taught to respect. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> every day, these niggas keep showing us exactly why in the fuck we shouldn't have an ounce of respect for them or an ounce of trust or faith in them. Like how the hell are we supposed to be able to feel safe around police officers when we have to watch this all the time? And then not only do we have to watch the tragedies, but we have to watch their murderers get off and live regular fucking lives. Yeah. George Zimmerman still out here. He wasn't even a police officer. That's the part of it that fucks me a up the fuck most. Fuck ass neighborhood watch ass yeah. nigga. Oh, Paul Blart ass nigga. A wannabe in power head ass nigga. Right. Without none of the power. You supposed to call the cops if you feel like some shit is, right. is going crazy. But you decided to act like one, which is even fucking worse, I think, than being a cop. Oh, it's definitely worse. Doing the shit. There's at least a system in in place that you know some level of accountability will be there um but i I read this thing once where people were talking about how in the absence of actual law enforcement some people will say will deputize themselves to be to act as law enforcement a citizen's arrest have you as a black person ever thought about, you know what, I'm going to make a citizen's arrest? Hell no. That's some shit that happens in the movies. Or <laughs> with others, no, not brothers. Especially as a black woman, I definitely ain't trying to. 
might deputize yourself to do some shit. Mm-mm. I'm good, love. <laughs> I'm good, beloved. Enjoy. Avoid the bookings, beloved. But yeah, it's just been a really interesting 420. I will say that. Yeah. It's um, a lot. <laughs> I don't really know how to feel, you know? <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know. It's another day for me. Like, I feel like we just keep getting fed what they think we want. And then they jip us of actual justice and joy because somehow, some way, these racist ass, these, these dangerously racist ass people still find a way to live a life of luxury after they have royally fucked up. So I'm just like waiting to hear the follow-up of what is actually going to happen to him. Oh, he going to jail for a long time. Yeah. But how is he going to be treated and what, you know what I'm saying? Is it, is he going to, is he really going to serve? Yeah. Do we know that? I just don't trust no shit no more. I, by them giving him a guilty for second degree murder, yeah, he ain't going nowhere. I don't trust no shit no more. Because that's proving that it's not even that he acted irresponsibly. He acted in a way that he knew could cause death. They don't just let you walk for that shit. Yeah, I know they're not going to let you walk, but... And then plus, he's probably going to... The federal government, because, you know, voting counts and voting matters, mm-hmm. is now in a hands of Democrats so the justice system is in the hands of a Democrat to where justice system will bring in full faith of the law they ain't they gonna make sure he ain't he gonna they the only thing I think about is he will act as the scapegoat for people who like see the system works right and then some shit some more shit gonna happen and nothing but that's also why I think they'll make an example out of him they already made an example out of him Cops were testifying against them. That right. shit don't fucking happen. Mm-hmm. So it's not the end all be all, but I think it's at the level to where. What did the cops say that were with him that were on the bullshit with him? None of them got pulled. They're going to have to face their own shit down the line. So they didn't ask them to testify? Why would they testify? Like, if they're going to go to trial for it later. Unless they were going to plead their Fifth Amendment. In which that would have just looked worse. <laughs> like, some of this shit is based on just, like, when people are in bad situations, are they going to put themselves out there to make the situation worse? In the criminal justice system, that's the worst thing you can do. But you know, a lot of these people be delusional and they think... Oh, if I fight it, then maybe it'll look like I really believe that I'm innocent. And you saw what they just did to this nigga. Yeah. That nigga looked shocked. I mean, I didn't see. I don't know. Bro. Details at all. He was shook. I mean, I just saw a video where his face was literally turning red. Redder and redder. As Look at his eyes. His eyes are cocked. He is shocked. He kept like looking back and forth. Like, is this shit fucking happening? His eyes were pacing. Like, 
the way the redness in his face. Yeah, I saw. Their forehead just getting hot. I'm surprised he didn't explode. I mean, what was he gonna do? He's just, he's all he's gonna do is appeal it. No, I mean like his brain, his oh, head. That's why the only thing I wish all is the blood the, rushing to it. I wish I could have saw his mouth without the uh, the mask, because that would have gave me the full satisfaction of oh that bitch scared now. Imagine having to be on jury duty for this shit. I know. That's why they kept him secret. They didn't show him at all. Even when they came back, the judge read it. Mm. And I don't blame him. I mean, people on both sides could be mad. Depending on how it went. Dang, I can't believe this shit happened almost a whole year ago. I know. Seeing that, uh, these anniversary days of stuff from early quarantine is so wild. Yeah. It's trippy. I literally remember like exactly, you know, where I was and what I was doing when I see a lot of these flashbacks from quarantine. Yeah. And it's crazy. I marched for that nigga in the middle of a fucking pandemic. <laughs> yeah. In black. In the summer. In the summer. June 1st. I didn't. But, like I said last week, everybody has different parts of the movement. I should have went, but I was like, that's when I was taking this quarantine shit. Serious, serious. So many marches happened last year. The streets were, man, it's so crazy. Streets were full of people during a pandemic for people just marching and or writing. And you know, might be a, a controversial take. Writing works, bro. <laughs> it definitely gets more attention than being peaceful, that's for damn sure. Right. Like, I mean, it ain't everything, but it's something. Yeah. I ain't justifying nobody dying or nothing. No. But you know destroying property though, I don't give a shit about. <laughs> And, you know, people are like, well, that was somebody's business. They worked hard. They I understand. Probably got some kind of protections. If they ain't got insurance. <laughs> <laughs> if not, well. <laughs> I might cut that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is, bro. Like, we just got to. I don't know. Racism ain't over. <laughs> And if you're delusional enough to think something like that, that racism is over because one cop got found guilty for an obvious crime, like, it's ridiculous how many videos we had of one man dying. Yeah. To where, like, they had an open and shut case. Mm. Like, this, like, I probably saw three or four days of it, like, the coverage. At first, I was trying not to watch any of it. Mm-hmm. But I would be, like, in my parents' house chilling. And, you know, old people just watch the news all day. Yeah. <laughs> Movies? What? Mm-hmm. The news is on. The news is their entertainment. The other thing I've noticed about, like, when I watch the news in my parents' house, because also as a millennial, I don't have cable. Uh, <laughs> I don't watch cable. <laughs> the thing I have learned the most is CNN and stuff always has breaking news. 
that ain't really breaking news. Yeah, they just like, like break- to get people get people's attention. It's clickbait, right? <laughs> like I'll be at my parents' house watching TV. They go, "What happened? Nothing. Nothing. Not shit. Why does it say breaking news? <laughs> Nothing. Somebody's trash can flipped in the middle of the street. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> what's gonna happen? <laughs> yeah, it's clickbait, man. But yeah. You gotta chill out, man. It's, I mean, it was an open and shut case. One, no questions, really. Mm-hmm. We knew what the fuck happened. We were just waiting to see if they saw what we saw. If they were gonna acknowledge it, right? Because they know what the fuck happened too. Shit. Yeah. All right. Like, and then the quick example of all this is that people were scared that black people were gonna riot if they didn't get the right call mm-hmm. which was true but <laughs> that just proves that you know black people ain't treated well in this country you can strip it all you can dress it up and make it make it real for you all these other ways we know that they know it and just as we were watching that Chris Rock thing he was like ain't a, ain't a white person in this room that switch places with me and I'm rich mm-hmm. We know. We know that they know it. We know it. Now you can be awakened to the level of racism that exists, but you can't be. You gotta acknowledge that people are complicit in this shit in multiple ways. It's just mm-hmm. like in rape culture. It's not just everybody who is literally assaulting people. Right. We're all complicit in this. Mm-hmm. Black people included. Not to the level of. Other people, but in white supremacy, black people are definitely complicit in white supremacy. So, I mean, let's just quit acting like, oh, this shit is a shock. We were all shocked that he got found guilty. You know why? Because that shit ain't never fucking happened before. They said in the history of Minnesota, a cop has never been found guilty for killing a black person. It's been a fucking state since 1858. (laughs) Ever? It wasn't ever one bad cop. <laughs> Especially when we knew that the Ku Klux Klan ran police departments in the 1900s. So for ever? 237 years. I like you because you can do math. They've That's just been out here <laughs> <laughs> letting niggas get off the hook. <laughs> yep. Ever. Ever. so yeah and y'all wonder why like we as black people still like to bring up oppression and slavery even though do we like to bring it up or do we just we no i don't say we like to but we it's there do because it just will never not be relevant not only because it wasn't that long ago but also because that shit be passed down and we all still out here experiencing that same shit like <laughs> yeah and then I've mentioned it on here before but my dad's dad was a fucking slave mm-hmm. that's not far mm-hmm. when my dad's dad's dad so my great grandfather my grand, my great grandmother lived to be 113. She was definitely a slave. Oh, what year she? 
19. All I know is my mom talked about how uh, she was definitely still working for white people, like in their house. Oh, yeah. That, that system didn't change until relatively. To me, that's 60, still slavery. 70. That's still slavery. <laughs> that's Jim Crow, black coats. So, I mean, it's one step removed from slavery. Mm-hmm. So, it makes sense. But the other thing is, all this shit is just on to the next one. When will we know peace? Until the philosophy that holds one race superior and another inferior is finally and formally permanently. What is it? <laughs> I wish I knew who you were quoting. Bob Marley. Oh. <laughs> who was quoting Holly Selassie. Nerd, gang, gang. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on to something else. Uh, that post from the Black Hard podcast. Shout out to them. Another Black Huntsville podcast. Gang, gang. Out here in these motherfucking streets. Um, So, <laughs> they posted a post of a young lady in, like, a sexy top with, like, cleavage or whatever. And she, she may or may not have been on the first date, but they used it. Um, They used the photo to pose a question about what's appropriate for a first date and they didn't do it they reposted but so it's a, it's a photo of this lady and you know shoulders out cleavage out whatever and the caption says to wear or not to wear on the first date your thoughts and so the black card they said, we want to hear what y'all have to say. Is this appropriate first date attire? I'm just going to go down the line and read the comments as they're lined up. Um, someone says, yes, it's appropriate to me. The goal is to attract. The question is, if your date's maturity level is appropriate. I'm not looking for a nun out here. And I was like, uh, I mean, yeah, but no. okay, <laughs> that's cool. Um, the next quote says, where are they at? Because I believe it is, depending on the atmosphere, a little titty ain't never hurt nobody, especially if it's tasteful. And in this case, it's not distasteful, in my opinion. And someone responded to her comment and said, girl, I'm not even on a date. I'm... Uh, I'm at a girl's trip at a restaurant in Mexico. Folks making something out of nothing. So I guess this was the photo of the girl. This is the girl who was in the photo. Oh, wow. Okay. So she commented back. She said, well, you look good. Cool, 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 cool. Um, so I commented and I said, definitely wear it. <laughs> Obviously. Someone else said, I personally wouldn't, but to each their own. Someone said, child, not for me. I'm trying to eat, eat. Someone said, (laughs) I think think you should wear whatever you want to wear on the first date. 
clothing shouldn't alter how that person treats you respectfully. Respectability and modesty are unnecessarily placed on women and it's tiring. I agree. I love it. If you've got the confidence, why not? Uh, and then the girl who's in the photo said, let me be clear. This is not a first date. I'm out the country. I paid my own food and it was a girl's trip. Please stop making memes out of people you don't know. Please and thank you. Okay, blah, 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 whatever. So this one dude comment, because I definitely had to join in and uh, engage. So he said it's appropriate if it's the goal to smash, then it doesn't matter anyway. If the man is of high value, this will send the wrong signals and cause him to lose interest. Presentation speaks volumes. <laughs> so I commented and I said, what the fuck is a quote unquote high value man? Y'all don't subscribe to the preachings of Kevin Samuel, something serious, and I don't like it. Um, and he said, I'm glad you asked my definition. My definition, this is the kicker, of high value man is one that is mentally, spiritually, and financially capable of building a life with another. See, when your mind and spirit are woke, you consider certain actions before doing them. Women, in parentheses, some want to be taken serious but present clown ass behaviors let's talk about it i said i personally just think of this high value thing is bs because it's all subjective so he said see it's not about high income or lifestyle it's about being a sensible person to do life with kevin samuels kevin samuels focuses on the money i don't any man or woman creating a life of domestic violence drug and alcohol addiction Poor financial literacy, just to name a few, are what I believe to be low value. I'm sure you're an incredible woman who wouldn't choose low value. <laughs> I said, I still think that's what's happening. I still think what's happening is folks are making a quote unquote high value man out to be some cookie cutter mold with a specific checklist of attributes, whether or not. Oh, attribute. Why am I having a hard time reading my own comment? <laughs> Whether or not someone has value is once again subjective. I think the point you're making is that all humans are valuable. And yes, I agree. That's what he said. Um, so, I mean, this girl is commenting and saying, you know, she was on vacation and not on the first day. You know, everybody leave me alone. But I mean, still, it was something to make a conversation about. So, right. you know, girl, just chill out. But so I think that she looks nice in this top. Um, it does look like she's on vacation. But even if it was a first date, if that's what the fuck she wanted to wear and felt comfortable in, like you can't tell. You can't tell people what to feel comfortable in. You just can't. Um what do you want to say? Because you look like you are just ready to disagree. I, I'm just saying, you like, all right. This I was thinking. This I'm laughing because I was thinking about this in the shower, and I was just like, okay, righteously, a woman should be able to walk down the street naked, and nobody have a pre. Anybody should. Yeah, everybody should be able to do that. Um, and nobody, of course, should harass her or do anything like that. And then nobody should have an opinion. But that's within a vacuum of the society we don't live in. 
So I mean it's gonna be like you can wear whatever you want. Just know everybody ain't gonna like it. And you're gonna invite some things upon yourself that shouldn't ever be happen, but I mean, but aside from thinking about what everybody else gonna like, though, is what I'm saying. Like, but first date is wild, though. That's a wild shit to wear on the first date. I don't think so. I don't think so. For one, we don't know what she has on on the bottom. I don't know if this is a form fitted dress. We don't know if she got some wide leg pants on. We don't know if she got some skinny jeans on. We don't know if she had a jacket to go over it or not we don't know if she this was what she wore the whole night like this and even if it was so the fuck what like if i'm a woman and or if i'm anybody and i feel like being sexy for this date what the fuck is the problem nothing is the problem the question is everybody ain't gonna like that shit so the dude you might be with might not like that shit and it's not because he's not mature if you don't like that shit but my my question is though, like, what is the issue with it being the first date? So this would be okay on the fifth Cause you, date because you don't know what somebody likes. That's my only thing. That shouldn't matter. Like, it, it, but in a relationship, that's gonna matter. First date is not about relationship. But that's telling me that's the first interview. The first date is like, let me know if I can hang out with this person and they could be wild. If the message is. What, what I mean, what if this is the message that she's trying to send? Like, I'm a confident woman who likes sexy shit. I ain't got no problem with that. Yeah, of course it's not going to be for everybody, but that's the point of the date is to figure out what you like. Yeah. Okay. But I'm saying a lot of niggas ain't gonna like that shit. So if you try to attract niggas, <laughs> I disagree. We'll like it, but bro. I feel like I feel like this is going on along the lines of shaming almost. I mean, it is. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it's a lot of dudes that ain't going to rock with that. I don't think so. Not for. <laughs> I feel like it's dudes who can appreciate a woman. It is. No, I'm not saying that being sexy. In I'm this not way. saying that there's none, but I'm saying a large majority of dudes ain't going to go on the second day with a girl that wear that on the first day. I disagree. The I'm way, a nigga. The way, the way that dudes be all in these bitches likes and the way that dudes be talking about how they want women to look and, and but all this other shit, this is it to me. But that's a different attraction. What kind of attraction are we talking about? I mean, it's niggas that are like it. I'm not saying they're not going to like it sexually. Yeah, but this is, this is what we got to establish too. Is like people going on dates are not always trying to establish relationships. So this is just a first date. It could turn into something. It might not. These are just two people who have decided to meet up and this is it. So I understand. I understand people are like, I'm just saying it's going to be a lot of dudes that don't like it. I just don't understand your a lot comment. (laughs) Because I know dudes that would say that. And I know dudes that would say otherwise. So women, yes, of course. How many times have you you been around enough niggas? How many times have I been? My girl wore that shit. You ain't never heard that? I'm not saying I never heard it, but I'm not on the side where I'm like, a lot of niggas would agree or disagree. It's going to be niggas on all sides of every issue. I understand that. I'm not saying that it's not a, a lot of dudes that are can be with a woman and be like okay 
is what she wants to wear. I'm not saying that that doesn't exist. I'm just saying it's sides on all this shit. So it's going to be a quarter of people that's not going to rock with it. Right. I'm just saying, like, let's not act like it's nobody that kind of. I'm not saying that either. I I just honestly don't feel like majority niggas would have an issue with this. I mean, I'm not. I'm not even saying majority. A lot doesn't mean majority. It just means a, a significant segment. That could be twenty five percent. Is twenty five percent is relatively a lot. If we talking about millions of fucking men. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't see an issue with it. I'm aware what the fuck you want to wear. If you feel comfortable, why not? Who the fuck cares if it's a first date or not? First date is about expressing and presenting yourself the way you want to be expressed and presented. That's all I got. This uh, It was supposed to be about the high value man comment. Um, I'm just tired of hearing that bullshit. Because I feel like now everybody has made this whole, like, you can only be a high-value man if you do and wear and have these certain things or if you have this certain personality, that's what makes you a high-value man. If you don't have these things, then you're not worthy of anything. And I just feel like that's some bullshit. It is. And, and it's based I, on one man's definition of what a high value man is too. Right. But I feel like is is in regards to this post that they don't have nothing to do with it. Like once again, there are going to be quote unquote high value men who are okay and enjoy a woman expressing herself in this way or dressing like this. Like, I don't, I just, it's it's just, this is why I feel like it's shaming because it's like, oh, you're dressing like this. So you only want, you only want bullshit when it's just like, why is the way that a woman presents herself so taken so personally by everybody else around her it's it's like i was gonna say it's almost like being an artist but not necessarily like i'm gonna say and put out what i want to say but it might not translate to you the way that i I would like for it to i feel you so i just feel like it it just feels like people are taking (laughs) what a woman does so personally and and like once again it just falls back on men thinking that women are doing everything for them yeah it and is that's what's that's what's annoying me i get i get what you're saying and i under and i agree it's just from the way that the question was presented originally based on how i saw it from the beginning is this appropriate for a first date? I mean, that's subjective. Yeah, it's subjective. But I'm saying, like, I don't know. It depends on a lot where y'all at. But that's the other thing. Like, we're not like 
I'm with you where anybody should be able to wear whatever they want to wear. I'm not fighting you on that. I'm just saying, yeah, all right, if I take you, I'm thinking about me. That's the other part of uh, like all these memes. You always put yourself in the situation. And you're only going to feel a certain way about the situation. Me, if I go somewhere decent. Um, yeah. If I show up, I'm going to be all the way honest. <laughs> if I'm trash, I'm trash. I don't, if I showed up for a first date, be like, man, this shit, this shit is wild. This shit is wildin'. I wouldn't have any <laughs> assumptions about what's gonna happen at the end of the date or anything like that. But just like, yo, this is some wild shit for a first date. Wildin' though, why she gotta be wildin'? <laughs> I, uh, it's almost like this is not the same. But I always like let's go to school. <laughs> Anytime I dressed up was for a presentation. I wouldn't wear the normal shit that I would normally wear. Especially if I'm going for an audience. So I mean <laughs> You feel me? Yeah, what if this is not some shit that she normally wear? I'm just, how are we supposed to assume that, though? This, uh, why are we assuming much of anything? We all make assumptions just on the first date. she got out a little cleavage out. Uh, I mean. It wasn't like she had super I'm big not, titties and her titties were spilling out the middle and spilling out the side. Why does that matter? Because apparently, <laughs> apparently what women wear makes people panties in a butt like I don't fucking know her titties were fitting appropriately in where they were supposed to fit but who's to say that's appropriate it wasn't ill fitting I'm trolling like what if she wears sweats every fucking day and this was dressing up for her I'm, I'm just all I'm saying is people make assumptions about everything even if her breasts were bigger, it wouldn't matter. No, it Based wouldn't. On, but we but I still, feel like people would have more to say. That's all they, I'm saying. Not even necessarily if they were bigger, but if they just weren't fitting into the top the way hers were. Yeah. Like hers fit in the top the way that they were supposed to fit in the top. But that's the other part of it. We're looking at a mo- like the typical IG model size woman wearing that. Right. With Who could have augmented breasts or anything. Right. That's also why that changes the conversation. Because if me saying that that's the first date makes this outrageous, the size of her boobs doesn't change any of that either. I don't, I mean, I don't think so either. I don't think. But it does, though. We live in a society where it does. For other people, sure. Yeah. But I, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about me or you. I'm talking about the majority of the people out here are going to have a problem with that. No, you just said it would be wild. <laughs> I said it would be wild because that's how I feel. But I'm saying I don't. I don't actually. I don't. That's not going to change my approach to the date. I'm like, yo, this shit is, didn't expect this. Yeah, I'll be honest about that. But at the end of the day, we all have. We all make assumptions about people when we first meet them, right or wrong. And then those can move depending on certain situations, certain variables. Mm-hmm. 
if she was in a formal setting, and let's just say she didn't have anything on on the second the second half of that picture. I mean, I'm sure she had on bottoms. Yeah, but I'm saying, let's say that they were revealing also. If that in a formal setting, that would be a little different. It didn't look like they were in a formal setting, though. But I'm I'm just saying, like all these variables are what changes all these things to different people, right? So to assume that everybody's going to feel one way about an issue, it's not realistic. I'm not assuming that at all. No, but people were. People were making it weird. Like, well, if you have any weird, if you feel uncomfortable about this, you're un, you're, uh, you have low self-esteem or you don't, like, you're trying to control women's bodies. No. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people just don't like certain shit. Yeah. And it's not like a judgment call on all of them. They don't make, it doesn't make them a terrible person. If somebody's not uncomfortable with different things. Yeah, I just, I guess I just. um, I don't know. I don't feel like. I don't know the word. It's the word appropriate for me. Like. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I didn't feel like there was anything wrong with it. She wanted to be sexy. She was sexy. She looked good. She looked happy. She looked but, confident. But do you, if somebody wasn't feeling that, can you respect that also? Yeah, I'm not saying that I'm upset at anybody who doesn't, you know, believe that that's appropriate. But what I'm saying is, I guess, like, why? I guess I, I just want to know the why. And the one dude that was just like, you know, it depends on the other person's maturity level. That definitely now that makes a lot more sense because, yeah, it does. Um, But why other than like, why does that make you uncomfortable in a way? Make me? Whoever just doesn't feel appropriate. Because to me, it's like if you don't feel like it's appropriate, I'm feeling like you have to feel some type of uncomfortability or if you were. The man in that situation, to me, that means that you would feel uncomfortable being seen with this woman if you didn't agree with what she had on or if she had on was a little more revealing than you thought was normal. I'm I'm only talking about this as a first date standpoint. That's what I'm putting myself in. Same. So, so like, if you know, like, if you're dating somebody and they want to wear something and you, and you have established how y'all feel about certain shit, I ain't got no issue with that. I'm just saying it's wild to assume that everybody's going to like that. I'm not assuming that. But the first date thing to me is like, that's your first initial getting to know somebody. That's the interview. And she wanted to be sexy on the interview. Would you be sexy on the interview? Hell yeah. (laughs) If I feel like me, that's what I'm saying. Like if that's what she felt, whether or not that worked for her, do you know what I'm saying? It's either gonna work or it ain't gonna work. If that's how you fucking feel, I mean, if it, hey, do that shit. You like it, I love it. That's what I'm saying. But I'm like, but we can't talk about what's appropriate for her. I don't think we should. But also, let's like let's not act like I'm not acting like there are people who. No, who, I, I'm saying like let's not act like we all haven't been conditioned by stuff. I'm not trying to act like that either. No, but I'm saying people are acting like we're just starting off to where, okay, you're not mature enough because you don't feel this way. 
we've all been conditioned in different ways to assume that that is not how women should dress. First and foremost, I'm not trying to say anybody's not mature because they. But I'm saying I was talking about that point specifically where the person was like, it depends on the maturity level. That's kind of a cop out. I mean, on the first date, it is because that's that's all know, I'm saying. You don't really know about or you might not know about maturity levels. It just depends. And on, then plus like that. That's that's literally all I was talking about. Like, that's how I felt. Because I was looking at it from first date point of view. Mm-hmm. In general, wear whatever the fuck you want. That's, I still don't understand what, what what's different about the first date. A date is a date. And I mean, yeah, a date is a date. If you want to be sexy on the first one. I'm not saying you shouldn't be sexy. I'm just, hey, you like it, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should have to tone it down just to play it safe. I'm a play. I'm a play it safe person anyway, so I'm gonna feel a certain way about certain things. I'm conservative in like that. Those type of things. I just feel like be your fucking self and don't don't feel like you gotta hide yourself and pretend to be someone else to the point where you are dressed like a nun, quote unquote, like the dude said, when you really want to wear some other shit. All I'm saying is like every, all right, this is, this is my philosophy. Like first dates, nobody is their actual self on a first date. You could be a level of yourself, but you're not going to be your full self on a first date. Right. So you're going to assume that there's going to be some negative mm-hmm. that will come out on, Different dates or as you get to know somebody. So if the first time I see you, you got something on that I'm like, okay, this is wild that you're a stranger meeting me for this date. I'm going to assume it's other stuff after that. Not saying that's right or wrong, but we all will. We all are human and adult enough to know that everybody is always putting their best foot forward mm-hmm. when you first meet them. Mm-hmm. So to assume that there's not going to be any other negatives after this, it's just not realistic. That's how I feel. So I'm not even like more so. It's just like, so you thought your best foot forward. This is what I felt like. That's not going to be for everybody. Right. Everybody's not for everybody. Right. And I understand that. I respect it. But it does. Does that make me immature? For feeling that way. Mm-mm. But that's what people were saying. No, I feel like the maturity comment was like, you know, if you know that your whoever you're going on a date with is not going to be able to concentrate or they're going to take things to a certain level and because re- you're dressed like this, then yeah, don't wear yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm not saying that. I'm I'm not saying that anything anything should happen, especially consent wise based on anything i'm not assuming me personally anything about you right i'm not assuming that i'm gonna have sex with you that night because you're wearing something mm-hmm. that's me personally right it's other people who don't feel that way and i'm not even saying that you should cater to them i'm just saying me personally i'm just gonna look at it as weird not saying that i'm gonna sleep with that woman tonight or i think she's freaky or anything like that 
because that 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 has no bearing on me. So it's just weird to you for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like wow. You're like okay, this is gonna be so cool, casual. She like all right, she coming. I mean, we're, we're just disagreeing. <laughs> it's fine. No, there's a reason. What? What's the reason? I don't know. You, only you know that. But what do you think the reason is? To me, it still just feels personal. Like you just personally feel uncomfortable being seen with a woman who is dressed like that. That's the only. That's the only thing that I could think. I, that could be right or wrong, but I mean, probably, but. I am who but I am. To see, but see, my question is, why? <laughs> I told you I'm conservative about shit like that. Right. So basically, this just wouldn't work for men who... No, not all men, just for me. <laughs> ...are more on the conservative side or prefer a more conservative woman. Yeah, totally. And I'm not even conservative about a lot of shit. It's just... The other thing is, it's like, the, like when Thomas came and he was talking about like going out... And he's like, niggas will try you. Not talking about just women. Niggas will try the niggas. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. That shit is just. I don't know. <laughs> you do, it's just too many variables. You just never know. She could have thought that this was her best foot forward. She could have thought this was perfect for a first date. And that's fine either way it goes. It's just, that's not the person for me. That's okay, too. For me, the the questions more so were just like, why this specific outfit are we questioning? Like, what do, what is the problem for people who have a problem with this? Everybody likes titties. (laughs) Not even thinking about that, but just like, this specific top, like, what is bothering y'all about this? It's nothing more so than this personal interest. Yeah. I mean, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Now, some people, it is all oh, women should never wear this shit. And I ain't even saying that shit. It's just, you know me? Just being real. Transparent. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people think that I'm pretty liberal on a lot of shit. But I mean, I'm a fully, nobody's one thing on everything. Yeah. And I think it's important to like show when the things I disagree on. Not even saying that it should be right. I mean, I don't have a problem with you disagreeing. You you don't have to defend yourself for disagreeing or but, explain yourself. Some of these niggas listening. Fuck them. When do we explain shit to niggas? Fuck niggas. <laughs> when do we explain shit to niggas for being afraid of what they might think? It's how I feel, nigga. Okay, so all right, we got pretty fucking. We are going through the mental gymnastics on this episode. Yeah, how much? How much we got? Because I got to get home soon. Got an hour. We got to do probably one, one more, many one. I mean, we can talk about the beginning of that Joe Budden thing, because I'm sure you're not going to watch the whole thing. No, I'm I'm good on that. Uh, So Joe Budden had a uh, podcast episode with a warlock of 2021, uh, Kevin Samuels. It's a great way to describe him. 
And uh, we casually mentioned about his high value man thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of this stuff is taking off. And nobody was saying high value man before. But like his definition of a high value man is even different from that dude that you were talking about in the comments. Oh, yeah, I know. But I'm still just saying like the term. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely from him. Like he's made it hot. But like, you know, there's this whole like what they call the Negro Manosphere. Mm -hmm. Where a lot of these things that a lot of these white dudes are talking about a couple years ago, like the Jordan Petersons and stuff, which Kevin Samuels shouted them out. With, without full context uh he made it seem like jordan peterson was crucified pretty much for being against having to use somebody's pronoun that they uh identify as mm-hmm. and that is not the full case because jordan peterson has also shown himself to be a misogynist and a racist so he wasn't just being crucified for this one issue right so it's disingenuous to make it seem like they're coming after men because it is one issue. No, they're coming after problematic men because they're problematic. Right. But like I said last week, it's my problem with Kevin Samuels is people don't question shit. So a lot of Negroes won't question why they agree with him. Without fully examining that some of it is based on the misogyny we have been programmed to accept. Not saying that I'm exempt from it because as his last segment showed, I'm definitely not. But look, (laughs) (laughs) I I just, (sighs) we got to be able to be accountable to each other, Mm -hmm. especially like just men and women in general just have to be able to be accountable and be able to be called on a bullshit. It's necessary for relationships, friendships, any other kind of relationship. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Samuels just mostly rubs me the wrong way. To me, it feels like he's speaking from a very, very hurt place in his manhood. Um, And to me, he is... Speaking also from a very biased place, um, which I mean, most people do, um, especially when it comes to just any kind of like relationship talk or advice. But I just really especially was rubbed the wrong way when he was saying shit about how, you know, basically black women or women in general have it so much easier than men or black men and black women don't really have to focus on providing for themselves and only men were taught to provide for themselves. And I understand like that thought process because there definitely were men who were raised on that super traditional gender role like you got to be a provider you supposed to work all day the woman's supposed to you know be in the house cooking and cleaning folding clothes take care of kids all day like they're definitely men who are brought up believing that they got to go get it and if they don't then they're failures or they're the only ones that 
can help themselves and they don't need to, you know, ever ask for help and everything is on them. And that, you know, women were only taught that, you know, asking for help is the only way that they could get by or using sex or whatever else to get what they need is, you know, how they were going to survive. And I'm just like, sure. There are definitely a good bit of people who were raised to believe those things. But the way he speaks like so generally, like women just never have to struggle because they're women or, you know what I'm saying? Men are always going to have it harder just because they're men is just the biggest crock of bullshit because I feel like we should be able to recognize by now that women are not equal to men and men are seen as superior to women even black men. And there's so many black men who feel like black men are at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to um, just equality and, and, and quality of life. And I'm like, man, no, <laughs> no. Cause at least you're a man still. You got that one thing that kind of saves you sometimes black women not so much. Um, and I can never understand why people don't see that, especially black men. I can never understand how that's not evident. I mean, and like I said, like when we were watching it, just to, statistically speaking, women don't even get paid as much as men. So. For you to say that women don't struggle or don't have to struggle the way men do, I just don't feel like that's true. I, or I don't feel like that's something that you can say in a statistical way, the way he does. And that's another thing about him. It's like he presents things on such a like mathematical, like he did the field research on a hundred women and a hundred men and a right. hundred black women and a hundred black men to really come down with some numbers. Like that's another thing I can't stand about the way that he speaks about a lot of these things that go on in the black community. It's just like, man, I just really feel like you're only talking from you and your own personal experiences. And when I say personal, I don't mean just things that happened to him or in his life, but even just experiences that he's seen around him, whether that be with immediate family or close friends, like you may have seen a pattern of things happen. And so now you're speaking like this is the way and the only way that thing that these things happen in our community. And that's just not necessarily true. And dude with the glasses, I don't know nobody's names no more because it's new people on Joe right. He disagreed and he said it's definitely women out here who are, you know what I'm saying, single parents and uh, hustling, quote unquote, to make sure that they can provide. And then it went back to, oh, well, if, you know, these women are able to do these things, like where are they getting the help from and where where are they getting money from when they get money and blah, blah, blah. They're always getting assistance and, you know, basically, basically trying to bait them into saying that women always get help from men or that women always have the opportunity to get help from men. 
And that's not necessarily true in every situation either. Yeah. My thing with him is, especially because I'm righteously a, uh, like a uh, history nerd, the way he just goes down history is not from a standpoint of somebody that actually understands history. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but, he speaks like everything is facts. But that is also designed to go after a target audience. Mm-hmm. People men, who don't know no better. Yeah, and men who feel wronged, some rightfully so, and some not rightfully so. And that's the audience he's playing to. That's what I'm saying. Hurt nigga shit. It feels like hurt nigga it do, rhetoric. But I don't think that's from... I think that's the sale. That's the sale of it. Right. But I'm not saying that that's better or not. The only thing is, he be having a lot of hurt women on too. Sure. But that sells. Right. That goes to the point. That's what we're used to. Yeah. But also... I. He be right about some shit though. I wouldn't be. I would be wrong if I say he was wrong about everything. I don't pay attention to him enough, but I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and say that he's never right about anything. But like, it's certain things that I right or wrong. I do feel like women have a hard time in this society being accountable. Yeah, for their own stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that it's all women's fault because rightfully so they have been wronged in this society. But the things within their grasp, sometimes they aren't able to just accept right away. And then when somebody tells them that, they're like, oh, he's just an asshole. He's an asshole for tons of other reasons. <laughs> but like being like telling people who are making $30,000 that they shouldn't be looking for a six figure dude. Kind of has a point, especially if you're not going to fit the the role of when dudes make that much. They want you to handle all the other shit. Mm-hmm. They gonna bust their ass for this money. Y'all gonna live good, but they want you to be able to cook, clean, all this other shit. That I feel is outdated. Who's to say that they can't or they wouldn't be up for that or down for that? Most of those dudes, just knowing some of them, they ain't gonna be down for it. But it's all anecdotal. For a woman to handle the household? No, a woman that can't handle the household. Right, I'm saying like, so this is, I don't know, I don't understand the whole like, like salary part being like the main, like he, that's another thing too, is he focuses so much on money as like determining factors of compatibility, being able to say that a certain woman shouldn't look for a certain man because if she only makes this and he makes this or vice versa. If you, I'm not saying you should, but if you watch him more, it's more even than just that. He talks about like specifically women. So basically he's saying men who make this certain amount of money want more. And just because a woman no wh- makes less. What he's saying, which I don't agree with in full or whatever. What he's saying is all of the metrics that women think men want aren't based on reality. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of dudes, like these type of dudes specifically, not like average people. Average people want a partner, somebody they can grow old with, that they can have shit down the road. Right. He ain't talking about average people. He's talking about the people that want that top one percent. Right. 
those dudes usually ain't looking for somebody that's making just as much money as them. Mm. There's a certain level of control they want. So they're not looking for a college-educated, blase, blase, all this other stuff. They look for somebody that can cook, clean, run the house, raise their children, that type of shit. That's his argument. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, does he think that the there are women in the 30,000 or whatever lower bracket than what they're looking for who just wouldn't be down for that like or not capable of that because they yeah. only make a certain amount like wait basically it to, to me what I'm getting is he's trying to make it seem like these men who are top dollar men I'm not going to say high value but top dollar men they make in top dollar only they want a certain amount of control yes because they have this amount of money they feel like if they're taking care of you to this extent and providing you you know these life experiences and luxury and blah 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 that you should at least be able to give a certain part of you that takes care of things on the outside of that yeah and so what he's trying to do is basically separate or make these people be compolar opposites and not compatible in any way but what i'm saying is is he saying that the women in this situation won't be or aren't down for being that for a top dollar man or no, not capable that's of not what he's saying. being that? He's saying, all right, the women that are making, if a woman makes like 70, 75,000, she's, she's probably top 1% of women. Mm-hmm. Women, we already talked about women don't get paid. Women nowadays, seventy five thousand is lowballing for top one percent. Like, it's a lot of but social media people and YouTube people. But those don't, those aren't the same thing. Those are in the top one percent. Yeah, but you talking about like normal working class? Yeah, I'm not talking about like no, that's the top point oh oh one percent. The YouTubers and people like that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like the 1%. Like, it's going to be, I mean, it's not going to be 75,000, but it's going to be, it's not going to be millions. Right. I will say. Right. That goes to a couple hundred thousand, maybe that 100,000, whatever. Mm-hmm. The top 1% of women want the top 1% of men, but the top 1% of men. Don't want some of the things that the top one percent of women bring to the table, right? That's the issue. Gotcha. So, but it's also the issue of if you don't have, if you're not even in that standpoint, and you're just not doing anything to base your life. This is his standpoint. If you're not, if you're a woman and you haven't been trying to make that your life up to this point. Being at 35 is not going to change anything. Mm-hmm. Like that's what he's going at. And it's more like women calling in that are like that, mm-hmm. that he's going back all these viral shit. That's just, that's the, yeah, no, there's definitely the, women who are the gold diggers. <laughs> yeah. But it's women that aren't even good at being gold diggers that wonder why they can't be gold diggers. Sure. That's the where the delusion makes it funny. No, absolutely. And those are the people that go viral. Right. The people that don't go viral are the people that are like, 
Okay. Yes. Like he ain't, I don't like his approach. A lot of people on I don't like his approach to it. Mm-hmm. But he's not all the way wrong. It's a lot more videos like that. Of women. Like he don't be going at women all the time. Mm-hmm. But when they come at him, he go back. But I definitely think that it's my mom used to say you can always find you can always like some anybody can tell you the right thing to do if it's a homeless person if it's a person that ain't doing nothing there's wisdom from lived life Mm -hmm. so that's kind of how I approach some things I don't think that I wouldn't follow his advice for shit as a dude, but it's gonna be dudes that are gonna agree. Probably a lot more dudes that agree with him than that agree with me. But yeah, I'm just not sold, and I don't, <laughs> I don't necessarily want to do any more research to try to I don't sell blame myself you. on him either. I don't blame. You. I do deep dives on anybody. That's just me. I mean, it was fun in the beginning when we just saw the little two-minute clips of him shitting on people. But that's the other thing. I didn't think those were fun. I thought those were the, like, what the fuck is wrong with this? Oh, dude? no, for sure. But it was like... All these things are complex. Mm-hmm. And it's not just black and white on certain things. And we have to be honest with that. Yeah. The world is full of gray. <laughs> yeah. I just don't like um, being painted as, I guess, like damsel in distress is basically what he kind of was painting most women as. And I just hate that. Um, and I know sometimes people probably be like, oh my gosh, she's super feminist. And yeah, maybe so. But, but, but can you also admit that there's a lot of, a lot of people want to be in relationships or be, uh, in traditional family things, or say they want to be in traditional family things, but aren't willing to accept traditional family norms. Mhm. I've yeah, I can I can accept that women specifically cuz I know this is what you're talking about. <laughs> women specifically say one thing that they want but they don't be ready for it. I don't think it's just women specifically. I think men also do that too. That that's also kind of where we get into the whole the Madonna or the whore mm-hmm. thing. So I think that we all We all have this, especially in social media, we all have this lack of awareness that brings us back to what do you actually want? You want a, a big booty hoe? <laughs> Does that actually matter to you? Or right. do you just think that you want this shit because you've been programmed to like this shit? Because that's all you see. Right. We all have to take a step back and wonder where the fuck are we going? Mm-hmm. And I think it's better to do that now than later. Because millennials, we're all we're approaching middle age. Yeah, but it's not even. Uh, I'm not even gonna gonna throw like social media in there as a culprit, really, of that. Because I mean, I just feel like people in general go through 
that in life of thinking you want something until you get it type shit and like or until you get close to it but people sell the dream on social media without the reality of it and we know that pictures and videos are so appealing mm-hmm. it's just like that's why video podcasts are more popular than audio podcasts yeah so being able to see it makes you think that it's tangible even if it's not tangible and makes you think that you don't have to work for anything you just you're supposed to have this shit mm-hmm. and that's the dilemma of being grown in 2021 Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Episodes come out every Friday. Boom, boom, boom.